Welcome to the Recover Me podcast with Warren Willey, doctor of osteopathic medicine, a best-selling author, and leading expert on holistic, healthy living. Warren is your guide to living a naturally healthier, happier life. So much of Western medicine, popular diets, and fitness fads put a bandage over health problems, addressing symptoms and not causes, offering short-term results at the expense of long-term health. That's why Warren is a man on a mission to question the status quo and uncover holistic health solutions you can use in your life, starting right now. Now to get us started today, here's Warren. Well, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Recover Me, the podcast. Once again, to remind you, Recover Me is the medicine that meets you where you are and where you're at. Yeah, I know you're not supposed to end a sentence with a preposition, but it meets you where you're at. It also helps and under, helps you understand that we can't necessarily change your stressors. You can't necessarily train, change your stressors, but you can optimize your body and mind to deal with those stressors. Today, we're going to be talking about longevity supplements. Now, this is a slightly shorter podcast, but here's what I'd encourage you to do. If you're listening uh, or watching, grab a pen and paper and r- jot down the next 10 supplements I talk about. Now, a little history on this. I've been prescribing writing supplements for about as long as I can remember supplements being around. And I have a lot of favorites. As a matter of fact, I went on to my computer. When I see a patient in my office, I visit with them. We do their uh, initial physical, a detailed history, their lab work, or any other studies we may need to do rather in the uh, standard Western medical uh, arena or in the functional medicine arena, looking at their gut health, their brain health, their neurotransmitters, toxins in their bodies, etc. All these different things we look at um, as we're building a lifestyle and recovery plan for them. Once I do that, I come back to my desktop and I sit down and based on all the information I have on them, I personalize a supplement regimen for them. That being said, I went through and I have in my little cut and paste Word document, 62 supplements that I use most frequently. Now, there's a lot more than 62 supplements out there. And if I was really going to be critical of how many I prescribe, I probably prescribe half of those a lot and the other half sometimes. But those 62 supplements are what I really focus on. And there's been a real big push in the uh, medical literature as well as the lay literature now on talking about the benefits of some of these supplements for longevity. Uh, It used to be called, I remember in the 90s, it was anti-aging. That term has kind of gone away, and then it was replaced with age management medicine. Then that kind of went away, and now we're at functional medicine. They're all basically the same thing. But now we're even we've evolved even farther into recover me medicine. And so I'm going to cover, I wouldn't say my top 10 favorite, but I'm going to cover 10 of my very commonly used supplements to help with the age defying process. Now, obviously before you start any supplement, after you jot down quick notes on each one of these I talk about, and I will talk even about dosing, you need to talk to your doctor before you take anything. There's so many interactions, reactions, side effects of even supplements over the counter. Just because it's over the counter and not controlled by the DEA doesn't mean it doesn't have potential risks. So always talk to your doctor 
before you take any supplements. The dosing, I need to say one quick fact on that, that there's a lot of factors involved in dosing that I'm not accounting for in this podcast. That includes your age, your weight, your sex, your liver function, your kidney function, the reasons you're taking it, such as disease states and whatnot, all those become variables in prescribing supplements. So that's important because I'm going to give you some basic stuff, but it may be very different for you. And that's why, once again, I encourage you to talk to your doctor before you jump into any supplement uh, regimen. So there's a there's a number of self-reported anti-aging, age-defying supplement claims on the market, which I'm sure everyone's aware of. Finding even one or two that have been shown to be a benefit is difficult because studies of supplements are lacking. There's no money behind them. Big Pharma is not behind supplements, so there's no money, there's no billions of dollars to conduct really detailed research. The studies that are out there on a number of the supplements, including the ones I'm discussing now, uh, are smaller, so their power is lower. And when we say a power of a study, we're talking about how many people were involved in the study. The powers are a little low. Some of them aren't blinded or controlled. And a lot of them are sponsored by supplement makers and companies. So you have to be very aware of that when you review studies on supplements. Now, if you look at age-old supplements, like a few I'm going to talk about that have been used in Chinese traditional medicine for 5,000 years, well, that may be, a, a in some people's minds, a good basis for safety and efficacy or how well they work. But it's still something that you need to be aware of. A lot of these don't have the good blinded controlled studies behind them. Anti-aging experts and doctors uh, in the field of longevity also have their own opinions on them. Um, for example, and, and it's very specific to your training, I do a lot of weight loss and hormone work. So a lot of my supplements rotate around weight loss and hormone work. And so that means I optimize hormones with them. We use adaptogenic herbs to help balance hormones out, get things straightened out. We may use mitochondrial support for energy if we're considering weight loss. So those are the supplements that I lean to. And as everyone I'm sure knows, the fallacy of logic called confirmation bias is something I'm admitting to up front. I like these supplements because I use them all the time, and therefore I seek out information on these supplements. That's confirmation bias. But I think it can be agreed upon that anyone who's dug into the supplement literature with great detail would agree that the next 10 supplements I'm going to talk about are great supplements and valid. And so let me dive right into it. No particular order of importance, no particular order of my favorites versus not. I just sat down, wrote them out and presenting them here now to you. So the first one I'll discuss is good old-fashioned vitamin C. Oh, my goodness. We Vitamin C recommendations are based on you not getting scurvy. So remember all the people back 100, 200, 300 years ago that sailed from Europe to the Americas. Uh, they had no vitamin C, no fresh fruit on the ships, and they all got scurvy, skin breakdown, hair falling out, mental changes, all these terrible things. Well, some bright people figured out that, hey, man, this may be related to our fruit. They didn't know it was vitamin C, but they started packing citrus fruit on the ships, and scurvy went away. And so our current recommended dietary allowances, our RDA of vitamin C, are to just that, prevent scurvy. Now, vitamin C has research up the you-know-what. Linus Pauling won a Nobel Peace Prize with his work on vitamin C. He was convinced it stopped and treated cancer, and I am seeing more and more literature on that very fact. I know people that come to alternative medicine clinics or integrated medicine clinics at, with cancer 
and they prefer not to do the toxic chemotherapeutic agents as suggested by their Western medicine oncologists, and so they do high-dose IV vitamin C. I can't say whether that works or not in all occasions, obviously, but vitamin C is a very, very important anti-aging supplement. And remember what we're talking about here. We're talking about longevity slash anti-aging supplements, not necessarily to treat cancer, but I just wanted to mention that with vitamin C. Vitamin C is important for your uh, complexion. So part of aging gracefully, if you will, is maintaining that beautiful, youthful skin look. Um, and vitamin C helps protect against uh, UV damage from the sun. It's a critical factor for collagen synthesis. So if you want to protect those knees and those joints as you get wiser, notice I didn't say older, as you get wiser, you uh, need some excellent amount of vitamin C in your body. It pre prevents oxidative stress at the cellular level. So it helps with everything from cardiac disease, brain health, and wrinkles in the skin again. There's uh, some studies uh, that are coming out now showing that high levels of vitamin C are also help with weight loss via a hormone released from your fat called adiponectin. And I think it was the University of Arizona that found a strong correlation between higher vitamin C levels and higher adiponectin levels. Adiponectin is a hormone that allows fat to be utilized for energy. So it is ideal that you get regular vitamin C. And now dosing, that's where it gets real tough because some IV doses go as high as 50,000 milligrams. Some people take 500 milligrams of vitamin C and get the runs. So you've got to kind of play with it, see what you can tolerate orally, or find a uh, alternative or integrative medicine practitioner for IV vitamin C therapy. So my first anti-aging longevity supplement would be vitamin C. Next one, coenzyme Q10. Oh my goodness, another name for CoQ10 is ubiquitin. Now ubiquitin means it's everywhere. It's everywhere in the body. We use CoQ10 a lot in cardiac disease, actually treating it. It helps with congestive heart failure. It helps with blood pressure. Uh, it protects cells against oxidant damages. Um, wonderful for heart health. Almost every person I have in my clinic that has any sort of heart issue, be it atrial fibrillation, congestive heart failure, uh, cardiomyopathy from whatever, previous heart attacks, we have them on high-dose coenzyme Q10 or ubiquitin. But really, it works at the level of the cell. It's down to mitochondrial energy. Mitochondria are the little, little guys in each and every cell of your body that helps produce energy, and CoQ10 is an essential cofactor for that to occur. Dosing on that is anywhere between 100 and 400 milligrams a day, again, based on what disease state we're treating, you can do a coenzyme Q or ubiquitin level with your doctor and then know how to dose it appropriately based on that level. There's a couple of these supplements I'm going to talk about there where you can actually look at the levels in your blood and therefore help you dose it to get adequate anti-aging uh, amounts in your system. The next supplement on my list is magnesium. Magnesium, uh, actually one of my favorite supplements. If you heard the podcast on uh, allostatic load, you know I spent a lot of time on magnesium. Magnesium is responsible for over 300 different physiological activities in the body. And most people are deficient. Man, I've been doing magnesium levels for years, and it's amazing how deficient everyone is because of dietary factors, stress factors, uh, too much exercise, all those things burn magnesium up and we're low. When you're checking magnesium, you can't let your doctor check a serum magnesium. It has to be a red blood cell magnesium because this is an intracellular mineral. 
So dosing it, if I jump to dosing real quick, uh, is based on your intracellular level or your RBC magnesium level. The dose is anywhere between 400 and 800 milligrams. There's a lot of different salts of magnesium, magnesium citrate, magnesium oxide, magnesium glycinate, um, magnesium threonate. My favorite, again, depends on the condition overall and a general summary for the podcast listeners. Magnesium glycinate is my favorite. If you have brain issues uh, such as memory loss uh, or even early dementia, magnesium threonate is a little better. Um, if you're backed up and have problems with constipation, uh, magnesium citrate is a little better. Remember, milk and magnesia or magnesium oxide also tends to stimulate the bowels. So dosing it to bowel tolerability or your RBC uh, levels are uh, ideal. And again, it's involved in 300 different activities in the body um, from carbohydrate metabolism, insulin levels, blood pressure, sleep. I mean, the list goes on. It's, magnesium is just one of my all-time favorite supplements. The next one, Curcumin. Now, curcumin is the active ingredient in turmeric, the Indian herb or spice. It is a medicinal compound. It's been used for thousands of years. It an, has antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, it's even claimed to help with hair loss. I take a lot of it. I haven't seen much hair growth, but that's okay. That's, that's a claim it has. Balancing cholesterol. Cognitive function, we use a lot of curcumin in people with any sort of cognitive issues or concerns. It's been shown in good studies to lessen the risk of diabetes, colon cancer, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Uh, it's just a great anti-inflammatory. I love it. I kind of use it myself as I would ibuprofen if I took that stuff um, because it works as a good anti-inflammatory. And in me, my body, it helps with pain control when I do something silly, which is uh, unfortunately quite often. So doses on that, uh, again, it's very disease specific, but they range anywhere from two to 300 milligrams a couple times a day up to two grams uh, two or three times a day. So again, specific to what we're using it for. My next supplement on the list is Boswellia. Now Boswellia, I love too. Great anti-inflammatory. Boswellia is uh, the tree that produces frankincense. So if we have any Bible scholars out there, or even people that remember the, the Christmas story, the baby Jesus was given three gifts by the wise men, gold, mirth, and frankincense. So the way I figured if, if baby Jesus got frankincense and it comes from the tree of Boswellia, uh, Boswellia must be pretty good. That's why I look at it. Great anti-inflammatory. I have taken so many people off chronic anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen, Aleve, Arutus, all those using a Boswellia-Curcumin combo. Um, so it keeps people mobile and active. And again, if we're talking anti-aging, there is nothing more important than continuing to move, but that's hard when you're hurt. So Boswellia works great there. Also works as a great anti-inflammatory in the gut. Everyone has gut issues now. We're going to do a lot of podcasts on gut health. Boswellia is one of the supplements I suggest everyone take if you have gut issues. The dose, it's important that if you find a Boswellia supplement, you get standardized 65%, at least 65% Boswellic acid. And then the dose is anywhere between 900 and 1200 milligrams a day in divided doses. So Boswellia, another great supplement. Red reishi is the next one. It's also known as the mushroom of immortality. It's been used in traditional Chinese medicine for years. It's claimed to help with immunity, so help your body fight cancer, example, for example. Reduce fatigue if you want to age 
uh, gracefully. You got to keep moving and active, so being tired doesn't help. It increases cellular resistance to aging uh, based on preventing oxidative stress or free radical formation. Just a great supplement. Dosages, again, depends on what you're using it for and how you get it. Since this is a mushroom, anywhere between Two and 10 grams of crude dry mushroom is used throughout the day. If you use the powder, it's uh, anywhere between one and two grams. And then if you do use the tincture, it's one milliliter uh, of the solution uh, once or twice a day. So again, depends on what you're treating it for and then how you obtain it. My next supplement in our little list is omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, these are awesome. Obviously, your best source of omega-3 fatty acid is cold water fish. So your salmon uh, is the most well-known one. But it supports immune function, cardiovascular function, joint uh, function, vision, metabolic function, mood, memory. It's beneficial for your hair, skin, and nails. Uh, my goodness, fish oil... Uh, as a primary source of omega-3 fatty acids has been even uh, been shown to increase telomere length, the little protective caps on the end of your chromosomes that have a lot to do with how and when or how quickly you age. So omega-3 fatty acids are a great, great supplement. Now, obviously, I'd rather you eat a cold water fish, six to eight ounces, three to four times a week. You'll have great levels. This is another one we can test with the lab. We can do something called an omega-3 index and look at your omega-3 to omega-6 ratio. If you're eating at McDonald's too much, your omega-6s are going to be real high. If you're not eating enough fish, your omega-3s are going to be low. We can look at that and help you supplement with it. Doses are huge range. Because I can test blood cell levels, it really helps me dose people uh, individually and on a personal level. If you're just taking it anywhere between four and six grams a day, so four to six of those huge horse pills a day, I'd encourage you to freeze them uh, before you swallow them so you're not burping fish and losing friends, family, and pets um, because that's a terrible smell. Uh, and very uncomfortable, but freezing those uh, horse pills tends to really help with that. Um, I get a lot of questions on utilizing plant-based omega-3s such as flax. Uh, wonderful supplement. Uh, you just have to take a lot more to get the same dose equivalent if you're using it from fish or fish oil. So doses range, again, one to two grams a day to 25 to 30 grams a day. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of research on that. Um, uh, the gentleman who I just lost his name, who wrote the Zone Diet, good grief, I'm just totally spacing this morning, uh, suggests extremely high doses, and he has some good uh, references and resources on that, so I'd check that out. The next supplement I'm going to suggest is resveratol. Resveratol, again, one of my favorite ones again, and not because it's one of the healthy ingredients in wine, for you smart Alex out there, but it's found in several plants, grapes and berries, uh, all those things. It's been shown to provide age-defying properties, uh, very similar age-defying properties as low-calorie eating. So there's plenty of good studies out there that eating very low calories actually extends your life. And resveratol seems to have that same action on the body. It is powerful anti-inflammatory. And as inflammation is involved in so many disease states, everything, uh, inflammation is hard on the brain, the heart, the muscles, the joints. Uh, even in development of cancer, there's an inflammatory component that's felt. Resveratol really helps us. So wonderful anti-aging longevity supplement. Most supplements are anywhere between 200 and 500 milligrams, which you take once or twice a day. But there's, uh, I know plenty of uh, uh, 
both reports and studies that use up to two to three grams. So 2,000 to 2,000 milligrams a day is resveratrol. Um, and again, that's another reason why people drink red wine and claim it to be healthy because of the resver excuse me, resveratrol in there. My next supplement is one of my all-time favorites because I use it for so many different things, and that's N-acetylcysteine, or NAC, N-A-C. N-acetylcysteine is known by doctors and medical students and people in the medical world as the uh, thing that treats liver toxicity if someone overdoses on acetaminophen or Tylenol. We use NAC in the ICU all the time because it's the one thing that's shown to help save or help the liver in uh, acetaminophen overdoses, be they accidental or purposeful. So N-acetylcysteine is very well researched in the medical world. What it does, it provides the rate limiting step for the production of glutathione. Glutathione is the most powerful antioxidant in your system. And we all know the effect of oxidative stress and how it makes us age. Everything from wrinkly skin, saggy skin, our look, our insides getting torn apart. Having high levels of glutathione is very important as an anti-aging uh, step. And so N-acetylcysteine is one of my favorite supplements for that. And that's because uh, glutathione, great IV uh, uh, benefits, but Oral benefits have never really proven themselves to be very good. Taking glutathione alone, our bodies just beat it up. The stomach beats it up. The liver doesn't utilize it appropriately. So using N-acetylcysteine to increase um, glutathione is probably your best bet there. The last supplement I want to cover, because I think that's 10, yeah, I think so, uh, is phosphatidylserine, PS. Phosphatidylserine your body can make it, and it's kind of funny. We used to, phosphatidylserine is important in the formation of membranes. And so it's been uh, used in brain health for years, so much so, believe it or not, the supplement phosphatidylserine used to come from cow brains, desiccated cow brains. True story. Now it's more uh, derived from cabbage and soy, but phosphatidylserine used to come from cow brains. Uh, the problem with that is they, there's a disease called Creutzfeldt-Jakob, which is a Peyronne's disease or a small little virus type particle or protein that causes mad cow disease So in humans. So we don't do cow brain phosphatidylserine anymore. Phosphatidylserine has been shown to improve athletic performance. Um, I use it all the time in uh, kids and and adults with attention deficit disorder. I've taken more people than I can count on all my hands and, and toes uh, off their Adderall or their Silert or their Ritalin uh, with phosphatidylserine. I just love it. Helps with impulse control, hyperactivity, and really helps the brain focus. Um, stress of exercise, great studies in that, and helping recover from exercise and preventing something called domes, delayed onset muscle soreness, phosphatidylserine seems to help. Uh, we use it in depression or any mental disorders. Our mental clinic here prescribes a lot of phosphatidylserine, and of course, it helps with thinking. So I think it's something that anyone who's studying, reads a lot, students and whatnot can benefit greatly from phosphatidylserine. So that was our my top. Well, I, again, I got to be careful of that. Those are 10 of my favorite, not 
all of them, but 10 of my favorite anti-aging longevity supplements out there. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to email me, doc at drwilley.com, doc at drwilley.com. Go to my website, check it out. Go to drwilley.com slash free. Check out all sorts of things. We're going to be uploading free stuff on there all the time. Uh, here in the next few weeks, we're going to put up some free books and free DVDs. So go back and check that out often because uh, we won't leave those up very long. But I want an opportunity to share those with everybody. Uh, and just remember the whole Recover Me philosophy. We can't change your stressors. We can just help your body and mind deal with them better. And in this case, with this uh, short podcast, we can help you age optimally with the list of 10 supplements I just provided for you. Until next time, have a great rest of your day. Thank you for joining Warren on the Recover Me podcast with Warren Willie, your guide to living a naturally healthier, happier life. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, or wherever you find your best podcasts. To connect with Warren and the community, learn more about naturally healthy living, and claim a free resource to improve your health right away, visit drwilly.com. You'll find all of Dr. Willie's resources there, including best-selling books like Better Than Steroids, The Z-Diet, What Does Your Doctor Look Like Naked?, and his latest book, Obtainable, Enjoy the Body and Energy You've Always Wanted, Beyond Diet and Exercise. That's drwilly.com, D-R-W-I-L-L-E-Y.com. And until next time with Warren, get fit, be healthy, live life,